my heart in my Kitane Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Lovely to be with you today, Wallace Chapman here. Now, uh, traffic updates. Be prepared for a few roadwork closures on Auckland's motorways overnight, including Upper Harbour Highway, State Highway 18 eastbound between Tohuna Road and Albany Highway from 10pm tonight. Also, northbound lanes on the Waikato Expressway between Horatiu and Topuri. They'll be closed tonight and tomorrow night. Okay, so take care there. Uh, today, four youths have been arrested following a home invasion, a series of commercial burglaries and an incident in which shots were fired at police in the Waikato district early this morning. So we get a response from the mayor soon uh, and uh, Checkpoint will have more for you on that. Consumer confidence falls to the lowest point on record, the lowest since David Longy was Prime Minister and yet spending is up this Christmas. What's going on, we discuss. And is 2023 the year you get to cycle or walk across the Harbour Bridge, the Auckland Harbour Bridge? Well, yes and no. we tell you what we mean after four. And the big slowdown is coming with more speed reductions to come. Is reducing speed the only answer? And I got this email from a listener, Tim, early this morning. He wanted me to raise it, so I thought, well, why not? When I brushed my teeth this morning, I was wondering what proportion of people leave the tap running whilst they do it, and how much water would be saved if they didn't. Do you brush your teeth with the tap on? Be honest. Text me, 2101. And... We give you the lyrics and you give us the song. It's the song Whisperer this afternoon. And I'm going to make it really hard for you today. I'm going to give you one word, the first word of the first verse. And that word is tonight. Tonight. With me this afternoon, George Stiliano, a senior consultant specializing in government relations. Kia ora, Georgie. Good afternoon. Also with us, Simon Wilson, a senior writer for the New Zealand Herald. Simon, good to have you on. Kia Wallace. Now, jumping to this first, police held a media briefing on the overnight burglaries in Hamilton this afternoon. Four youths have been arrested following a home invasion, a series of commercial burglaries and an incident in which shots were fired at police in the Waikato district early this morning. One person was injured during the home invasion and the occupants are understandably shaken. Waikato District Commander Superintendent Bruce Bird called the offenders an organised crime group pure and simple. With us is Mayor of Hamilton, Paula Southgate. Kia ora, Paula. Kia ora, everyone. The incident comes less than 48 hours since a Hamilton dairy worker had two fingers severed in a harrowing yep. machete attack. This must be leaving members of uh, the Waikato community very much on edge. Oh, absolutely, it has. I mean, we've been on, this is the tale of a very long crime spree, really. Quite a lot of aggravated robberies, smashing grabs and those kind of things. And so now people are feeling quite tense as to when the next one is going to occur. And you can't blame them, really, can you? No. Some of the violence, too, Paula, quite gratuitous, very totally unwarranted. You're especially concerned about that? Oh, absolutely. Look, I have a very close working relationship with the police and they have told me that some of these repeat offenders have no remorse and have show no feelings for anyone else. So that is a concern. 
And that's why I encourage people to just get out of the shop if their shop is being attacked and don't put themselves in harm's way. And certainly for bystanders, it's better just to phone the police and not get involved because we just don't want more people hurt. And and my heart goes out to the gentleman who lost his thumb and finger. It's, I mean, that's not a small injury and it's going to mm. have long-term repercussions on him. And then he was, his wife was expecting a baby too. So imagine how they're feeling right now. Let's get a quick response from the panel on this, Paula. We have a panel with us, of course. Um, let's start with Georgie. Your thoughts on this? Well, I can only imagine how how scary it is. Wellington seems to be somewhat immune at the moment, but I sort of have this feeling that it's creeping down the country. But, Paula, I suppose the question to you as, as a local leader is what do you think can be done? And obviously, how can we avoid politicking around this issue to actually put in real long-term public policy decisions? Well, I think there are a number of things to be done, and I'm really pleased that I was able to attract a million dollars of match funding from the government in the last two weeks to help us with crime prevention. We're going to put that to a number of things. Surveillance, target hardening, that means protecting property, and also some youth initiatives to get youth back into school, get them into sport, Mm -hmm. get them with a routine and those kind of things. But I will say this, my personal view is for these most violent repeat offenders, some of which are very young, we need some sort of custodial arrangement that's fit for purpose. Remove them from the community at this point in time. Uh, give them routine. Give them, uh, you know, the normal things of life, breakfast, some education, a bedtime, and some help for the issues that they have. Um, but they need to be taken out of the community. That's my personal view. Simon Wilson. Yes, I, it's very hard to disagree with that. I, I think the other missing component is that um, we're talking about kids who by the time they've got to the age where they're committing these kinds of crimes have lived their short but awful lives already um, in conditions that uh, you know one imagines are, are, are pretty appalling and so we've, we've got to look at this, a social response that goes all the way back and we've got to be I think we've got to be careful that we don't just concentrate on uh, lock them up or take them out of society response and say that's all we have to do. I completely agree with, with Paula Southgate. That is what we have to do, but we also have to say, okay, uh, we need to have intervention programs. We need wraparound services that are uh, appropriately resourced from very young ages um, because we're talking about something that's going to take years to resolve. This is why it is such a complicated issue, isn't it, Paula? Because in a sense, there are really two tracks, this complex issue. Something needs to be done now to stop these uh, uh, people being uh, hurt. I mean, this gratuitous violence is, is, is just shocking. Uh, but yet it also has a context. Yes, it does. You're absolutely right. It is more complex than people acknowledge. So in Hamilton, I know that the crime is coming from two ends. It's some of it's youth are being drawn in to their first or second time of, you know, a burglary or this or that, and, you know, they may be getting paid for doing that. The second lot, they're hardened criminals, even though they're very young, but they come from very dysfunctional backgrounds. They're not getting the support. They need some psychological support. They need routine. They need discipline. They need to be in a proper environment if they're ever going to have a chance of 
thriving or they're going to end up in an adult jail. So I'm not in the um, of the view that a military-style boot camp is what was required, because some of these are 12 and 14-year-olds, but some kind of custodial arrangement where they get a full suite of services to help them. All right, Porter Southgate. Kia ora. Thank you very much for being with us on the panel on this, uh, and no doubt you'll hear more about this issue on Checkpoint. Uh, you are on the panel with me, Wallace Chapman, RNZ National, George Stiliano and Simon Wilson with me this afternoon. Now, uh, by the way, it does seem that, to be that there's quite a few songs that start with tonight. So I'm going to have to give you a bit of a clue, a wider clue. So the song Whisperer, you, I give you the lyrics, you guess the song. Uh, tonight... I want to give it all to you. Text me, 2101. What is the song? Okay, time for I've Been Thinking. Georgie Stiliano, take it away. Well, kind of ties into what we've just been talking to Paula about, but I have been thinking about practical initiatives uh, to help New Zealand tackle our horrific um, child abuse statistics. Not a pleasant topic, sorry. Um, And I I went down this rabbit hole recently and and saw that in Finland and in quite a few other countries, Scotland was was among them as well, but every expectant mother is given a government-funded baby box, and this box is worth about £180 and comes with everything that you need to care for and clothe a newborn baby, including educational and reading material um, about the importance of those first two years in a child's life. But the clever thing is, obtaining a box is tied to a variety of appointments, whether it be with your, your doctor, your GP, or your midwife, or other social support agencies. And they've seen that it's had this massive incentive of, of, of bringing women to such services at such an early time that it's actually helping to to flag any risks or put more wraparound support in in place and i just think this would be amazing to see this happen in in new zealand and we could make them out of out of flax and we could have uh iwi health providers or you know even people who who might be in prison helping weave these these peppy pods and i just think it would be creating some some magic and and a an occasion around the importance of having a baby, and I would love to see us do this. What is it about Finland uh, on all indices, topping the list, or many anyway? You know, we talked about this when the Prime Minister, Santa Marin, was here. We had uh, someone who visited there trying to work out Mm. why, and again, back to that word context, uh, it was realised that because they focused... um, very early on very high quality education yep. starting at se- starting at 7 that fed right through into uh, achievement attainment mm. and business Absolutely. It, was quite, it was quite extraordinary. Yep, they do some incredible things. And we're actually very uh, similar size and scale so I feel like we should just copy a lot of the good stuff that they do. Mm, all right, kia ora, Georgie, thank you for that. All right, Simon Wilson, I've been thinking. I've been thinking about one of the other bleak stalwarts of this time of the year, and that's the rate of deaths and serious injuries on our roads. It, it feels to me like, um, you know, we, we like to look down our noses at America, you know, that thing of an America where there is a shooting in a school and, and uh, the onion always says, gosh, if only there was something we could do about this. It just, it's a natural order of things and what a terrible thing. And we, of course, in the rest of the world all know it's not the natural order. I think we think the same way. Like we, I think we think we think like that in, um, about our road deaths 
Now, I think we treat them as something that we can't really do anything about. Now, it's something I've, I've done a lot of uh, research on. I wrote a lot about this last summer. Um, you know, we blame roads, we blame bad driving, we blame lack of driver education, we blame everything and everybody else that we can. Now, but actually, road the, the, the analysis of how road crashes happen, um, it's, it's not an unknown, it's a known uh, area of, of research. Um, the problem is that everybody's an expert. Yeah, so we all think that we, you know, we're oh, not the bad is, people. This we're is the, the panel, Simon. Yeah. We're we're the experts on road on road. Don't you worry about that, Simon. Well, we're, going have, we're going to have yeah, that's right. We're going to have one of those real experts on a bit later. I know. Now, but speed is an issue. Speed's a critical oh, yeah. issue. And I'm sure the, the bloke from Wakatahi will tell us about that. Now, one of the other issues that happens now in in, in our cities, especially, is that. Um, in Auckland, something close to half the people who uh, are killed or seriously injured on the roads are not in a car. In other words, they are hit by a car. Yeah, so there's a different issue of, of, of what road safety is. Um, and the, the statistic that really struck me when I looked at this last summer was that most crashes are not caused by people doing something wrong. They are caused when there's a moment of inattention. Oh. In other words, it is all of us. It's not about driver education will solve this. It's not about uh, if we uh, just have safer cars will solve this. It is about it's actually really hard to drive and pay enough attention all the time, particularly if there are distractions, phones or whatever it is. Um, And that's why Vision Zero is so important because Vision Zero says we need roads and road rules that will cope with people making mistakes which is why we have slower speeds, it's why we are trying to get safer roads, and it's why we have a whole regime uh, that says let's recognise uh, mm, that it gosh. is ordinary people that we need to deal with. Just that one yeah. moment of inattention, you're backing out yeah. of the driveway, you're not particularly focused, and there's a little child coming towards your way. It is just that one moment. Uh, Meg says, I leave the tap running, but I use the hot tap which I want to use on my face after I do my teeth. Very gently on, and if it gets hot, I turn off. So Meg is a fan, good grief, of leaving the tap running while you're brushing your teeth. Simon Wilson, George Stiliana, with me this Monday afternoon. Great to have your company.